0: This is Kicking the Tires. I'm Mason Broughton. Today, I've got with me Luke. Hey. The man behind the magic and the cameras, Tony. Yep. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and our special guest, Camus Glover. Uh, let's get this started with, uh, tell us what you got.
1: What have I got? Currently, I have a 2014 Hertz Penske
0: mm-hmm. GT and a 2019 California Special. And I'm—I think I remember correctly from previous conversations—the Hertz Penske is kind of a low number car, correct? Right, there were only 150 of those In manufactured. The, the, that's an automatic, right? I right. think mine, the, mine.
1: Mine is an automatic. There were 10 that were sticks.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh,
1: which one's the favorite? I'll say the 2019 only because I have had it ever since it was new, mm-hmm. and I have just. I've driven the heck out of it. Yeah. Since then, uh, the 2014. As soon as I get a garage, it'll get. It's due day coming again once <laughs> it gets purdied <laughs> up again. Yeah. And all, but uh, right now it's just the California Special is is a car my go-to car.
2: So what do you do with your cars? Do you take them to shows? Is it just fun to cry, drive around in? Or? I well, yesterday
1: we just had a uh, club function, a little breakfast and a hundred and sixty mile back road trip up to Madison and stuff mm-hmm. back home. But what gets me out the most is the MCA national shows that once it gets me into a region of the country, from that part on, or after the show, I call I refer to it as my walkabout. And like in June, to a show in Albuquerque, New Mexico, I left home on the 5th and I didn't get home until the 30th of June. It's mm-hmm. pretty much gone yeah, nearly a month.
2: Mm-hmm. So someone who doesn't know,
1: what, what is the, the Nationals? Oh, Nationals, that's, uh refers to the Mustang Club of America. And the uh, Nationals are they're big national shows, mm-hmm. unlike our lo- local clubs have regional shows. Then you have other people that put on events that aren't even – Regionally, you know, recognized, but they're still car shows. Well, these are open to anybody who's a national member across mm-hmm. the all United States. There's typically four of them a year. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's only three. Unfortunately, in twenty twenty, we had zero. But uh, typically, there's three to four of those a year, and they get spread out. I mean, I've been to California for one, several times, several in Arizona. New Mexico, Oklahoma, uh, New Hampshire, start going up the Northeast.
2: So in those shows, do you trailer it? Do you no. drive it the whole way? Oh, no, no.
1: My, my, I'm in a day driver class. Mm-hmm. I drive my car. I normally go to, get to the event at least a day, not two days ahead of schedule. So I can have one full day of cleaning the car because one thing, I've, Mason knows my cars, but my cars are black. So they take an awful lot of special
0: attention (laughs) to get them clean after a road trip. God bless you. That's all I can say. And I mean, I know that from what I've heard, I haven't gotten to participate in it yet, but I know they're held to a little bit of a higher standard and they're a little bit more strict about where they have leniency and give in attention to detail. I know it can probably be pretty harsh being in the daily driver class.
1: Actually, I I like the daily driver class because they do take into account that you can't drive your car and not got rock, rock chips and stuff. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, just recently, I hit a – Bambi hit me. Hit me. <laughs> I avoided the frontal collision. She hit me on the side, and I got a busted side scoop, and I don't know when it's going to get in. It's been on back mm-hmm. order now for two weeks. But uh, they do take into account dings that happen. Mm-hmm. on the road, and as the car ages, you just can't keep it, you know, pristine. As much as all of us would like to keep them looking brand new all the time, but it's the fun and the drive. I'm one of those guys, it's the fun of driving somewhere and having the car on the road. How long have you been doing the MCA Nationals? My first national I went was, I think it was 2013, Indianapolis. It's 13 or 14. And then I went, uh, I looked at my back at some records. I was still working, so I couldn't take all the vacation time and go to all these different shows. I missed a few that I really would have liked to have gone to, like Reno, Nevada, Mustang, Oklahoma was one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, while I was working, I went to like six shows. Since I retired in Febu- uh, February of 17, I've been to like nearly 20 shows.
0: How many, I, many miles have you put
1: on? Well, I, I just rolled over 71,000 miles on my 19. Wow. And that was probably any mileage at all in 2020.
0: Yeah. I mean, just around town. Yeah, because, I mean, I remember when you bought it, it was, uh, I guess, what, the Derby City show? That's that, that, that was, year. And I received it October yeah. of 2018. Wow, 71,000 miles. That's just, that's amazing. Uh, you're You're truly enjoying it, and that's what you need to do. I mean, I... I try to do that myself. I know whenever I bought the little maroon car, I put 16000 on it in the first year I had it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, it's you got to enjoy this stuff. You can't take them with you. That's true. Uh,
1: again, of all the people that I've met through our local club and the national club and associate clubs, a lot of them do express the fact that, okay, they have garage queens, they have cars that mm-hmm. – they just they realize they can't enjoy them as much as they would like to because they're afraid of what's going to happen to the car. And I guess that's the nice thing about having you know a car that hey I went and I ordered it. You know, like if today I couldn't order another 19, but I could order another brand new brand new one if something were to happen to this one. I just mm-hmm. would start over if a bad you know bad accident happens.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and I I I got to ask about this one because I know you got it probably, what, a year ago, but the, the grill medallions that the MCA offers. Kind of give a little bit of a background about that and how you get them because I know you just got it in the Hertz Penske, correct, not well, too long ago?
1: Boy, you got to be up to date. I mm-hmm. just received another grill medallion in Indianapolis. Whoa, for the back, California special. <laughs> back, the California special. Yes. Well, hey, I this brain don't work all the time. Okay. Now, the grill medallion is a – board program that the National Club has mm-hmm. that depending on what class you're in, uh, occasional driven and day driven, their first medallion is called a red medallion. Mm-hmm. You have to have 20 points. A gold at a show normally is two points, but a Grand National if it's the last show of the year is worth three points. Mm-hmm. A silver is worth one point or two at the Grand, uh, grand National. A bronze isn't it's not worth any points until you get to a grand national. Then it's worth one point. Mm-hmm. You have to have twenty points to get your first girl medallion, which is the red one, mm-hmm. and also then from the red and the daywood driven class, it goes to yellow, which you have to have now tw- uh, ten goals. They don't count points anymore. You have to have ten golds. They don't have to be all consecutive. You don't have mm-hmm. to go to every show. But as soon as you get your first grill medallion of red, you have 10 gold awards, then you receive a yellow uh, grill medallion. And honestly, I don't know what comes next because I'm not looking at that (laughs) No,
0: Nobody's made it that far yet. Well, I mean, I guess the nice thing about the MCA Nationals are is that, you know, they don't take and have you. I mean, yes, you're competing against everybody in a sense, but as soon as you sign up, you're basically competing against yourself. Because it's the you once you get there, you're basically not guaranteed a trophy, but you're on the point system as wherever you land is what you end up with. Everybody can walk home with something unless they're just atrocious. If
1: if if all if all these cars on the table were signed up for a national and they were in the same class, if they all wanted it, they would all come away with the gold. Yeah. Because you're going against a standard. You're not against mm-hmm. anybody else in your class, anybody else in the show. There is no best of show messed you're, up you're judged solely against the standard that the judges adhere to for your particular class and that's why as the classes move up the judging gets much more strenuous and that's why i i like it where i'm at because it allows yeah. me to enjoy the car and they take into account what happens to the car and it's pretty much the only judging guideline is clean mm-hmm. clean and reclean <laughs> and then maybe clean some more before the judges get there
0: well i, I know that uh, for sure because i mean i've seen multiple shows of how intense you get into it and i mean there ain't a speck of dust on that car and if there is it's just because somebody put it there <laughs> well it gets again the outside of the car
1: that's the easiest part it's the biggest mm-hmm. part everybody see it's all the little nooks and crannies that I've gotten to the point where I understand purpose of the judges. I, I I look at them as like inspectors, and I know it was like I used trouble. I used to have. I was an inspector, and it's like you don't feel like you're doing your job if you're not finding something. It's yeah. hard to find that one hundred percent perfect thing, and some of the little nitpicky places that you know they've written me up for, and. They are trying to get me to preserve the car, you know, yeah. make my uh, hobby cleaner, I guess. And they also know that, okay, they are nitpicking, looking for really small stuff. So it's like, it doesn't take me out of the gold category. I'll, you know, they'll deduct, deduct a point here or there, but you're, around, I think you're allowed four points deduction before you lose your gold status mm-hmm. on that. So it's like, they're aware, of the overall car, but they have to find something and they're yeah. pretty they're probably minute and like after they tell you what they found it's like okay i'll make a mental list next time next show i go over and do my routine and then i go check out those places that they they spotted last time so it's a little bit of a game
0: well i mean ever since he got into it i've preached the same thing every time like i have him judge at my car show every year and i judge at fall cities but you know the biggest spot for me that i can hit somebody on every time is you go right in between the door jamb and the seat. There, it's an easy spot that if you've got a skinny little vacuum hose, you can take and get in there, and you can hit them every time for it because they just forget about it. Well, I, I'd hate to tell you some of the spots
1: that uh, I think in Albuquerque, I got noticed uh, dust on the trunk latch, the wire that's down in the little flap but mm-hmm. down inside there. I mean, you got to look down Mm -hmm. into this cavity to see it. I mean, it's like they have to find something.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you got anything.
2: Well, you, so being a daily driver, it's often obviously very different than your garage kept princess. And with driving it, do you do anything to keep it safe? Do you avoid certain roads, certain types of conditions? Um, if you're using a daily driver, you do probably go in rain now and then just find yourself in rain. Um, how do you normally handle that
1: kind of stuff? Uh, the rain is really kind of immaterial. I mean, it doesn't take any more to clean a, a car that just been in the rain than what if you drove there dry, because you're going to get road dust. You're going to spend the same amount. You have the same amount of surface area to get to clean. Now, the things that I don't uh, I don't like is my Ford navigation
0: mm-hmm. has
1: an occasion taking me the shortest route. And it has taken me on a gravel road once mm-hmm. or twice. And that mm-hmm. makes, that actually has a lot of extra, that limestone dust mm-hmm. is gritty. And it's like, okay, now you actually added an extra step. I just, I can't go and just start cleaning yeah. the car. I have to go get all this dust off before I rub it into the finish. Mm-hmm. So it there are some, sometimes that I, situations I try and avoid if I, knew, mm-hmm. I know it's coming, but or navigation it throws me a curve from time to time.
0: Yeah. Well, like I've got a this. This will be a real good question for you because I mean, here we go again with you've just got a, a better talent at keeping a car clean than I do per se. But like, my biggest tip to somebody is is buying like that uh, washing a bucket stuff like uh, the Mad Turtle Watch. cells. What What would be something that would be your go to tip to tell somebody just to make sure it helps either take and keep their car prepared for the future. Or to help them out when they're at the show, so they're not sitting there spending seven hours trying to clean up. Which I know that's a crazy number, but I've seen guys spend four or five hours doing it.
1: Well, prep before you get to the show mm-hmm. is always important. If you've got a you know a good wax on the car, uh, you're not. No matter what you drive through, going through a show, it's never going to get as bad in those couple of days uh, spent on the road that if you had prepped a car. Leaving the house and taking care of that last month's worth of dirt that you know got on there, it's like okay, you know, hadn't vacuumed the inside for you know a while. It's like you're not going to get the car that dirty driving just to the show. Yeah, because you're kind of always aware in your mind. It's like well, you know, no eating,
0: you know, potato mm-hmm. chips in the car while <laughs> yeah. you're
1: driving that that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, that I mean that's a that's probably a good thing. I mean that's the that's one of the bigger things for people to understand is is you've got to take, and it's not prep the night before the show. It's if you know you got one coming up in three weeks, then go out every night and pick something to do, whether you're going to work on the interior, you're going to work on the engine bay, do a couple square inches at a time. I mean, Glenn Reese was a big preacher about that, going into your engine bay and just pick a little four by four square, wipe it down, get it good and polished, move on to the next one the next night. Don't wear
3: yourself out trying to do it all one night beforehand. Well, you mentioned... So so I, I've, I've got a question since I'm sitting in for uh, Blake and um, uh, he's not here. Um, I'm, I'm not as versed in the cars as, as you guys are. Mm-hmm. And I keep hearing you say uh, one word, which is daily, daily, daily. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to find out what the difference is. I think I know, but I don't want to just assume the difference from a daily car versus some of these other cars. And I'm sure there's probably like five, 10, 100,000 or okay, maybe five people out there that doesn't know what a daily is, and they're probably all related to me. So <laughs> can you can you clarify what that is for me? I, everybody's
0: definition is a little bit different. It I mean, because every car show is different on what they qualify as a daily driver. Yes. But a daily driver to, like, probably me is, is like what I did with my Maroon car whenever I first bought it. I was driving it to school every day. So that was my main mode of transport, getting somewhere. I was putting on maybe 800 miles a week driving the car, or maybe a little less. I'm just putting a number out there, but an occasional driven would be one that doesn't get out of the garage, but for a show or might go out on a Sunday afternoon cruise. Okay. 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 It, w- wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah. The, the, the occasional
1: driven ones will be the ones that, as you mentioned, don't see rain. <laughs>
0: they, might,
1: they might stay home on days that, okay, if it was going, rain was in the forecast, mm-hmm. uh, there are people that have cars, I think the mudder, it's the, is the term. It's like, okay, it's a car. It's a Mustang. If it's going to be a Mustang event, you can drive that car and nobody. You don't it's, worry about how dirty it gets. because It might
2: fall into the daily driven category versus your pristine one that you save for
0: those right, special right, occasions.
1: Right. It's not your prettiest car.
2: Yeah. You've got one of those. I think you
1: drive them, time. Or time.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, the the white car that I bought, the 2007 GT500, pretty much has become the occasional driven car because I only take it out to Club Functions, which I missed out on yesterday's, which is all because back in July I got in a wreck with it, so I've been waiting on parts and stuff to get it back together. It's not nothing horrible. It's just cosmetic stuff. I hate that it happened, but, you know, things happen in life. But that car only goes out on those kind of occasions or goes to car shows. The blue one is kind of the same, but the little red coupe and the green coupe are the ones that I try to drive a lot, and that's – I i don't know. I just enjoy them better, but I guess it's because that's where the first cars I bought.
1: Well, I kind of figured – and you, you didn't mention your black gt Oh,
0: yeah, that yeah, one that probably one. hasn't left the garage in probably three months.
1: Oh, because they have so many other cars.
0: I, well, I, I could do one a week or one a day. This you is true. A you can
2: drive one at a time. You do a calendar, color code them, black day, green day, red day. Yeah,
0: well, and then I used to take – and if I really liked going to a certain show – I would try to get all five out. But I've had a problem I've run into now that I don't have enough drivers, and I don't have enough people signing up because he's bought cars now. Yep. So that's kind of bit me in the hind I'm end. I'm trying to go to those
2: same shows. And,
0: <laughs> yeah. And so all I've got is mom, dad, and my sister. And so there's one car that's got to be left out. I can't take and just hook it to the back of the other one and drive it around unless Tony
3: wants to take and drive it. Well, I, I was just about to throw in and say, listen, if you need a driver, I, I'll, I'll drive one, but I'm not going to. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not taking the straight route, right? I got a couple of routes, a couple of winding roads, but I'll get there. We'll give them the black one, right? You yeah, might have there to give you it to go. Me yeah. a couple of extra days. I mean, hours earlier, but I'll get there. But um, a couple yeah, extra miles be, higher yeah. too.
0: Yeah, go GPS tracking on it before I let you take it. Yes, <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. Huh? Just I just the air tag and a couple older Yeah, no kidding. Um, so to get back to it, because I've I've ran off on a tangent now. That's that's me normally, but so. Of your trips, do you normally take, and I know you say you drive out straight, but do you try to plan a pretty conventional route on the way back to take and hit spots you've always wanted to see?
1: Yes, yeah, so my walkabouts, I, I reference all kinds of YouTube videos, mm-hmm. uh, tour book. I mean, just various stuff that I found that once you get into a state and you start seeing what's out there, then it's like, okay, I need to come back mm-hmm. to, to hit all this. Because, again, I'm not sure you weren't up to date on my uh, – it's like a grill medallion. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you probably, <laughs> knew, you probably knew that the Hertz-Pensky, mm-hmm. part of its uh, prevalence is that I personally have driven it in all 48 states.
0: Yes, yes, I remember so, that.
1: Okay. Once I got out there and I saw what was in the states to see, that I didn't leave myself time to go back or to do that time or at that Particular moment, I've gone back and I've since mm-hmm. driven the the 19 in all 48 states, yeah, and spent more time doing various, uh, you know, going and seeing the places that I, you know, wished I had stopped the first time. When mm-hmm. I was out there,
0: well, and that reminds me of a neat thing that I didn't actually get to tell you yet about him, but uh, the Mustang Club of America has a magazine that comes out once a month. Mm-hmm. He's like famous in this because he's, he's in you keep, you keep almost every up. issue. It seems like every time I open it up, oh, there he is. I saw him again. No, <laughs> so it's like Wearswald, though. <laughs> it, 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 again, it,
1: it's not not that bad, but what is funny is uh, the most recent issue of uh, show in Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. I did get a picture inside when I was going through registration in the car and then there was an article uh they had a guest appearance there, Heather Storm, mm-hmm. which I I'm unaware of the TV show that she's in, mm-hmm. but she was there doing signing these they call them hero cards and stuff and she wrote something on my card because much like I am today, so I'm burned from being in the car. She's <laughs> she said you've been in the sun too much, you need to find some shade. Well, that was <laughs> that was quoted in in the article. Yeah. Or going into the covering the show, well, what people don't realize is. Once you're at the event, and look at the picture, like on the front cover, it's like instead of not trying to find Waldo, trying mm-hmm. to find Camus. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in three other pictures. Yeah. That yes. I know where I was at. You yeah. Know, I look to see from the show field. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know I'm on the I'm on the front cover, middy bitty, but I'm on the front <laughs> cover, and then two other pictures.
0: Well, yeah, and I mean I remember they did the little article on the um, Hertz Pensky you whenever you've had actually finally gotten through all 48 states. Yeah. That was a nice little article there. If I find it, I'll have to give it to Tony so he can take and uh, maybe add a picture or two with whenever the podcast comes out. You, know, that you ask was... him to do work?
3: Only that. if I can get the, an autograph cuz uh you know, if I can take that autograph, who knows, 5 right. years from now, 10 years from now, maybe able to sell it on. <laughs> eBay or or, or it, is eBay even that still around? Huh? No, yeah,
0: that's where, that's where I bought that little white
3: car. Okay, all right. All right. I was about to say MySpace, but then I might be showing my age. For those of you people out there who are listening, <laughs> yes, you will not see me on camera. I promise you that. Your eyes couldn't take it. Your ears may be able to be accustomed <laughs> to the voice, but your eyes couldn't take it. I'm having to fill in for Blake, um, and uh, I'm going to just harass Blake here for a couple of seconds, if you guys mm-hmm. don't mind, because quite simply, uh, if I have to fill in for uh, Brutus again, um then uh we're gonna we're gonna have to have to talk about a pay increase. This is a whole lot harder than wait, I talk. Wait, wait, wait. You're looking paid. Oh, oh, never Tell mind. I'll, I'll just I'll I'll just take that. back to you guys. Back to you guys.
0: <laughs> well, I've actually lost my train of thought. Hold on a second. Um gosh, what was I going for? Um man, that killed me also. No, we we were kind like, of like of the various places that I yeah, 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 like, yeah. Like the hit and stuff. Uh
1: again. Getting me into the regions, Mm -hmm. I mean, I undoubtedly have seen much more of the country. Again, since I've retired, you know, vacation days don't really count much anymore. (laughs) so
2: It's all vacation days.
1: The, um, you know, getting out and doing uh, old stuff, like, okay, like the Route 66 stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I think I started actually doing parts of Route 66 probably in 17, Mm -hmm. just because Oklahoma show was there. It's like, okay. Let me go and stay do the Oklahoma uh, parts of it, and some of these states uh, have their own little. I'm not sure. It's called a passbook stamp book. Yeah. That and I've got uh, brought a couple in. This happens to be one here for. Quite sure where the camera's there, at. Yeah. This covers all of the Route 66 from California to uh, Chicago, and there's spots in here to. Stop and see their historic along the way. Uh, you go in, and they, there's, the businesses will give you a little stamp. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the past books. Uh, you travel from country to country. And actually, the couple states, Arizona, Center Arizona has their own uh, book. Passport. that just covers more. Yeah. It, there was more places to stop in Arizona. I couldn't find my Oklahoma one, but I, I did that one too. And also, um, I actually just in July, after the MCA show in Indianapolis, Mm -hmm. I drove up to Chicago, and spent one night up there. Went around, saw stuff in downtown Chicago. Mm -hmm. Went and saw the beginning and the end because it's they're two one-way streets. If you're starting around sixty-six, it's one way going south and. Ending one is one way going north. They both end on; they're just one block apart on Michigan Avenue. Mm-hmm. There's just two signs up there. Impossible to get a good picture of, yeah. of your car in mm-hmm. front of the, uh, you know, signs. But I got; I took pictures from the car of the signage and stuff. So I did. While
2: driving, right? that be.
1: I did nice, no. I was nice. sitting at the lights. I was okay. sitting at the lights, and so I did the Route 66 through Illinois, mm-hmm. which finished my Route 66 saga. June, after the Albuquerque show, I went and did California because in the past, I kind of refused to go into L.A., traffic, Mm -hmm. and gas prices. They're kind of proud of their gas out there. But unfortunately, this past winter, because of a couple of club members' deaths Mm -hmm. and family member, I I decided, why put anything off? If if that's something I want to do, do it. Mm -hmm. Do it when the opportunity presents itself.
0: That's a big thing to live by. It's just, you know, don't don't take and push something off. Go experience while you got the chance and you've got the ability to do it because you never know when the ability to do it will be taken from you. That's right. That's right. Well, we usually try to take and uh, wrap this up with a big question. I know I forgot it on the last two, so that's my bad. I'm gonna get punished for that. I'm sure, but um, we always ask everybody if money was no object and. You could take and buy whatever car you wanted. What would it be? Well, why
1: mention just one car if money was not? If, <laughs> That's I mean, the you asked for, ask for this. You asked like for this. Guy. I'm not gonna say just one car. <laughs> it just so happens the. I like this guy. Uh, the show then in Melbourne, Florida. Yeah. It was held at a American Muscle Car Museum. Mm-hmm. I have never seen so many Ford GTs uh-huh. in one location. I think I was up 15. Ooh. And there was one actually error correct GT40. Had less than 100 miles on it. Oh, gosh. Right hand drive with the bubble. Yeah. And what got my attention was there was a picture in front of it with, uh, I can't think of the first name, Miles. Uh, Ken Miles? Ken Miles. So I had to go over and look at the car thinking maybe he had driven this, but it was only, it's correct. Period, but Mm -hmm. that car is like less than 100 miles. This museum, there's like 400 cars total in the museum. It's worth like 60 million. Oh my god! They said his cars. Cars, There's everything in there. I mean, there's well, actually, this guy entered 44 Mustangs in the national show. He's got pace cars from Indy, Uh from like 60 on up. Everything, the Chevrolets, Dodges. Corvettes, everything that they done—a pace car—and he's mm-hmm. got, you know, some Porsches, exotics, and stuff in there. But I'd probably like—I'll take his museum.
0: You know, <laughs> you know, you're the first person that we've had that actually asked about doing multiple cars, and I love that. I mean, all of us settled for one car, but money's not an object. So why are we stopping at one? Right,
1: right. If if man, if, if, if I had if I not to worry about money, it would there'd
0: be no endless, there'd be yeah, no endless yeah. the cars, there'd oh. be no end to them. Well, uh, I guess now that we're here, uh, thanks so much for coming on. We'll have to probably take and have you back sometime to give us a little bit more about some of the travels, but uh, we really appreciate it, and uh, this has been uh, Kicking the Tires.